oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Welcome to the Screener Squad, everyone, and boy, do we have a movie for you today. It is the extended sequel to the Chronicles of Riddick, uh, you know, extended <laughs> universe. That's right, necrom- uh, uh, Necromongers, take us through the threshold. Take us to the threshold. There you go. That is the most obscure reference you will ever hear, probably on this uh, given site, for all of you Chronicles of Riddick fans. <laughs> That's what sounds like a much better movie than the one we watched. Who's who's taking the threshold with me? Why, it's Patience. Patience, you are at the threshold. <gasps> Hi, I am here at the threshold, waiting for you, Ismas. Uh, well, you're going to have to wait for me a little longer because I, uh, you know, being Nick, the Merc with a Mic, have, am not at the threshold. I have fallen off into the deep pit of nothingness that is this movie. Uh... <laughs> Boy, I fucking hate this movie. Uh, And normally I would, you know, bury the lead here, but God, what an excruciating experience this was. Uh, Patience, would you like to describe a little bit of what Threshold is about? Because I would love to know. I know, this movie's so convoluted. So basically, um, this young couple played by an actor and an actress. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they, <laughs> as, a, as opposed to a dog and a cat. Right. Um, they adopt a, a, a child, a four-year-old son, Caleb, who ends up, um, they throw a party and he ends up getting out and riding his bike in the middle of the night and getting hit by a car and dying. And so they're basically trying to recover from his death, even though I feel like they only had him for like a couple of weeks, but whatever. Um, Apparently they bonded quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, um, so then there's like all of this, like the power goes out and there's like, you know, lights in the sky. And so they're kind and there's radiation. So they're kind of, the the wife who's who has gone down the rabbit hole of you know hippy dippy wishy washy like what was she spirit- into like some I sort of know. spiritual thing right yeah it was some kind of spiritualism that I mean like they I were thought all it was over like the Buddhist place. something because they had, they had some sort of what's the elephant called Ganesha the Ganesh thing so I was like oh is this some sort of yeah maybe it's Buddhist or Buddhist or Hindu, I wasn't a hundred percent sure the entire time. All I know is that it was filled with people that I fucking hate. That yeah. were all like dressed like yoga instructors in L.A. and were like, "Well, it's all about your energy, man." I'm like, "Oh my god, this is going to be bad, isn't it?" Yeah, it, I mean, it was really all over the place. I mean, they were talking about the holographic universe at one point, which is a quantum theorem, and then they were doing Hinduism. And then they were doing Karelian photography. I mean, it was just, they didn't really have like one set, I guess, tenant of philosophy. <laughs> it, was, it was just an amalgamation of all of them. So, um, and then 
So she thinks it's the end of the world. Her husband is kind of a dick. And this naked woman appears in their house and starts talking all this, you know, again, like wishy-washy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically, um, you know, being psychic about, you know, some of the stuff that they've gone through, especially with the death of their son. And then it comes to the point where we figure it out that she wants the mom or the wife to, I guess, basically kill herself so she can pass on and be with her child. I mean, I think I guess I think that's kind of what I got, too. But I'm not 100 percent sure why that was so important to her. But I'll tell you what. Um, the, uh, man, I don't want to be known as the guy who comes on the screener squad and just shits on everything. But I swear <laughs> to God. Like, there is just fundamental... I swear to Ganesha. It's, it's, there's just fundamental storytelling mistakes here of like, okay, guys, when you're making a, like a, a thriller and or horror movie that's set with two people that are trapped in a house, we have to be interested in both of their perspectives. We have to see where they're both coming from and be like, oh, okay, you both have uh, good points. But uh, and it's confusing and you're really stuck in this high stress situation. And I, I would I don't know what I would do in that situation either. You can't have one of them be the practical one and one of them make insane decisions that no one would make in that scenario. You can't have someone like the, the wife is just fucking insane. Like she, her response to finding a naked woman in her house is, oh, well, maybe I should hear what she has to say. No, said no person. <laughs> No person was like, I want to hear what the opinion of this naked person j- mumbling, mumbling gibberish in my house we found in the fucking garage. Uh, I feel like they might have an interesting perspective. No, <laughs> no. I don't care if she's what? grieving. I don't care if she is praying to Ganesh or is in, into some sort of hybrid theory. That is insane, and I cannot accept that as reality. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, let's meditate. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's meditate with the crazy naked lady. Oh, also the wife comes off as a real bitch. Uh like I love that the the husband was like, "Oh, hey, I was gonna uh what was it? Like some sort of veget- vegetarian thing like, "Oh, uh I got us some vegetarian stuff." And like the just hus- like I made us a quinoa salad. <laughs> yeah. It's it's what was it? It's uh vegetarian or something like that. I, I yeah. Or yeah. vegan, I don't know. And and the husband's like, "Well, I'm not vegetarian, so I'm going to go find something else. Like, it's so the douchiest kind of like, I'm trying to help you, but I'm also trying to control every aspect of my relationship because I blame you for our a child's death. Oh, also, that child is a moron. Uh, I don't mean to disperse uh, children, but who whose response is to wake up in the middle of the night and go play in the street when they can't quite find their mom in the first two minutes. <laughs> that is Darwinism. That kid was not going to make it, okay? He was going to chew on an extension cord or something like that. It's, of, it, uh, sooner or later, that, that kid was gone. Oh, also, I feel like I shouldn't admit this on, on air, but uh, I do have a very weird thing about child death in that I find it hilarious. Uh <laughs> Because it's always done so over the top. Like, 
the the way they shoot the scene in here where like they don't even show him getting hit by the car it's just the slow motion of like and then the lights oh no oh god the humanity the humanity <laughs> you know grief works at regular speed guys i don't know why we have to slow motion this all the time yeah, I mean, there's just, it's so random, like, there's so much random stuff in this, in the, like, so the first, okay, so this movie is an hour and 40 minutes long. The first 20 minutes is them, you know, getting the kid and bonding with the kid and feeding fucking ducks, which is fine. That's the best part of the movie, because you should feed the motherfucking ducks. It, shorts, it shorts, sorts your shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, as supposed to FP- sort your shit out, shit out without ducks, yo. Yeah, exactly. As the FP has taught us intro. And um, then the next 20 minutes is them grieving. And mm-hmm. then it's and then it's like an hour of listening to the crazy naked lady just s- talk in monosyllabic mm-hmm. words like, you know, it, like she's she's I don't know if she's trying to sound like Yoda because she's like grieving he is. And you're just like, oh my god, do I have well, to? And you she's listen, doing it's the for an fucking movie speak thing where people are just talking in riddles. Yeah. And yeah, it's sp- annoying as fuck. I don't want to spoil the ending for this movie, but at the ending, they try and explain away a little bit of who she is and why she's there. And I'm like, wait a minute, why was she acting like such a goddamn crazy person then? Because yeah. the backstory you've cooked up for her is pretty normal backstory stuff. It. Why is she talking like like you said like a Yoda mixed with my high roommate in college? Like, <laughs> it's just like man, we're all just part of the void, man. Yeah, we're all part of the void. Seriously. That's what you it's gotta understand what... about the threshold. It's here. The threshold's weak here, man. We're just <sighs> in the. It's just one giant green egg, man. Oh uh, yeah, it's it it it's tedious. This movie's tedious, and then like like they try and tie it, like make it all work out, and they, or you know, there's a big you know reveal, mm-hmm. I guess, at the at the end, which is just like, oh, well, that's sort of God. The reveal's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a letdown. It's like, oh, this is your big reveal. Okay. Well, it's thanks. like <gasps> that's the thing. And I'm like, okay, no. So what? Why is yeah. that a big deal? Like, <laughs> it, it's actually the like the opposite of like a you know big yeah. climactic. Ending. It would actually have been more interesting if you had not explained that. <laughs> exactly, it's such yeah. a mundane reveal of like, oh, it, this is the thing. Okay, and, and then the whole point of it being like an apocalyptic event—that's not true. Well, and... dude, like they they drop so many things. Okay, the Ganesh thing, as important as it is in the fir- as in the second act, like the twenty minutes we were talking about, yeah, it almost never gets brought up once the third act hits. Yeah, like there's never them. They're talking about like astrophysics or whatever, and I'm like, wait, I thought this was all about like the G- Ganesh or whatever fucking religious thing they were talking about, spiritualism. And then uh, the husband has like a radiation meter from work, I guess. And then he goes outside to check a radiation level. It's like, oh, there's mild radiation. That never comes up again. Yeah. They never explain, like, why there's radiation. Why? If it's a danger, what level of threat that is. Like, they just say, there's radiation. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you can't just say information. 
there needs to be a purpose here. You either need to like make it tensioned where it's like, okay, we have a certain amount of time before the radiation gets to a level that we're going to die or the, the something has gone wrong. Like maybe the radiation leads to the, another discovery, but just saying there's radiation is not enough of a, Ooh, I wonder what that could mean. Like, no, that's just, that's like saying like, Oh, there's a Christmas tree in the background. <laughs> Why is there? I don't yeah. know. There's just one. It's, there's just, just, it's, it's as interesting as the radiation thing. It's like, yeah, there's not really any reason for it. It doesn't is it, it's innocuous and doesn't le- doesn't fit, factor in the story whatsoever. Yep. Uh, I mean, everything is just super like there's no rhyme or reason other than the fact that it cuts them off so that they have to deal with the crazy lady with, you know, by themselves and it's dark mm-hmm. and it's, you know what I mean? Like there's because they have no power and they have no phones and that's literally the only purpose this sort of apocalyptic quote unquote event you know serves and it's it's like you couldn't figure out something better than that yeah. like it's just bad writing well even then it's so much simpler of like the threshold i'm like okay either pick spiritualism or science like either it's a spiritual are, yeah. nexus point and there's trapped in a spirit world or it's a pocket dimension i mean just just fucking pick one like there's no- like this yeah. half one half one and half the other is like I don't understand why you're doing this work for no payoff here. Yeah. I I agree wholeheartedly. And I mean the acting's not super great, the writing's terrible. Um, you know, it, it, it's just it's a me- mediocre in in all sense of the word. There's nothing great about this movie. I mean, I always try and find something good. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I just I got nothing. Yeah, it's basically like it's a it's a ghost movie, but we never actually find a ghost. Or yeah. it's a you know uh, uh, like it's like the Cloverfield paradox, although but we never really find out what that. Ha- oh wait, yeah, it's exactly like the Cloverfield paradox, <laughs> which I think is better than this. One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't really have much more to say about this one, guys. It is. Uh, yeah depressingly banal and offers so little that it's yeah it's so banal that i had to watch it a second time because i couldn't remember what it was about the first time i watched it it's one of those where you'll first start to forget it as soon as after you've watched it you will not yeah. remember this movie so I, my suggestion is to skip the skip the first step altogether and just not watch it yeah the end result is the same yeah as far as a rating goes i I got nothing. <laughs> One naked uh, woman fighting out of uh, out of five. Uh, I was thinking like one half of one elephant uh, nose. I like forgot the name of elephant noses. Uh, trunk. <laughs> oh, right. And then the reveal of... I forgot about this too. The reveal of why uh, the trunk, the elephant thing is related is so fucking nonsensical. It's so dumb that I almost recommend you watch that part of the movie of like, oh, that's a thing? Okay, but why? <laughs> this just, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, anymore, and I'd have to spoil it, but, like, there's just the... Like, the, yeah. the level of, like, I don't understand why, that's the, why that was the reveal at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Like you said, banal, I think, is the perfect word for this movie. 
Mm-hmm. And damn it, I am like zero for zero on screener squats, man. Man, you're batting a, a nilch there. Uh, yeah, but a bat and a big old goose egg. We gotta, we gotta. All you gotta do is, you know, pick yourself up and and you know, tr- and try, try again. You gotta bring and yourself back to the threshold and just keep throwing <laughs> yourself over, right nice. into it. You know, like you gotta you... cross it. Take us to the threshold, Payson. Take us to the threshold, Necromongers for life. 